I came across a post on Facebook that caught my attention because it mentioned resilience. And basically, and, and I'm paraphrasing here, um, this person said that she did not want to be considered resilient because she was tired of being strong, that resilience meant that she had suffered and taken a lot of hits in life and had to keep getting back up from those blows. Therefore, resilience is a bad thing. I talk a lot about resilience, so I definitely had some thoughts about this because this is not how I think about resilience. So I wanted to take this episode to talk about and clarify what I mean when I talk about resilience, what it takes to be resilient and building the skill of resilience. And my goodness, how many times can I say resilience? (laughs) This is super important because we need to have a common understanding of what resilience is. If you're going to even want to build the skill without thinking that you have to suffer to do so because you don't. I am not about suffering. Welcome to the Inspirited Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Christina Wall. I'm a natural health consultant, and I'm here to help you revitalize your immunity, age gracefully, and master your brain. I have some fabulous things to share with you today, so let's get started. Welcome to this episode of the Inspirited Wellness Podcast, where today we're talking about resilience. I did look up the word in a couple different places, and so all the definitions are pretty similar. And so this one from dictionary.com, in the context that I use resilience is that it's the ability of a person to adjust or recover readily from illness, adversity, major life changes, etc. So this is definitely one way to build resilience and many people do, but it's not the only way. And I think that the dictionary people are really missing something here. We need to see if we can get another definition in there. (laughs) First of all, not everyone who has a challenging life or suffers a trauma becomes resilient. There are people who have this victim mindset who are always just seem to be easily triggered into anger or fear or those people who struggle with adapting to internal or external circumstances. Those people are, I would say, are not very resilient. On the other hand, not everyone who's had it easy is resilient either. Many people, um, if you think about parents who try to smooth away for their kids, who don't allow their children to fail or hold them accountable. These people who've had obstacles removed from their lives. And sometimes these people can become extremely entitled and become very fragile when these difficulties and challenges arrive in their lives. So resilience on a foundational level is a function of the immune system or is a result of a harmonized 
properly working nervous system. A dysregulated nervous system is going to allow very little room for resilience. And I know I sound like a broken record. I can't talk enough about the importance of taking care of your nervous system. There's also the issue of our thoughts and our worldview and perceptions and all of that can either cultivate resilience or invite fragility or inflexibility or this stiffness of the mind. But all of these issues can be helped by working with your nervous system. If you want to understand a little bit more about what I'm talking about, about the nervous system and why it's important, I invite you to check out episodes 12, 13, and 14 of the Inspirited Wellness Podcast. Um, And these episodes are part of a three-part series titled, What It Really Takes to Build Immunity. And I can't remember, I think it may be in the first two that I'm specifically talking about the nervous system. There's also episode 15, which is titled, Why the Nervous System is the Foundation of Healing. And I go into um, a lot more detail there. So how do we recognize resilience? And how do we know if we are resilient? Well, the first step is awareness. And I'm going to throw some questions out for your consideration and your, you know, hopefully you will reflect on some of these questions, but how tuned in are you to your body and your mind? Do you recognize that your thoughts create your feelings, which lead to your actions, which you then create your results? Do you have a practice of processing thoughts and emotions? Do you question why you believe what you do? And then moving into some more somatic questions, how aware of you, I'm sorry, how aware are you of the sensations or lack of sensations in your body? Are you numb or dissociated from certain parts of your body? So for example, many women just absolutely despise their reproductive organs. Is there something like that that you experience with certain parts of your body? This is like a whole nother podcast right there. How do you react when you feel an uncomfortable emotion or sensation? Do you buffer or try to escape or do you fight? So buffering is doing things to numb out or resist what has come up, those uncomfortable feelings. So people often use food or alcohol or drugs or TV or even social media or work. All of these things can be used to buffer. Now your answer to these questions are the foundation of resilience, my friend awareness is the foundation of resilience and resilience can look a lot of different ways it can look like taking a nap when you need it without guilt or shame about having done so it can look like it the, just the ability to be at peace with your thoughts not being uncomfortable with stillness 
So if you're one of those people who have to have background noise, like a TV or a radio playing in the background, why do you think that is? There's, there's no judgment there. There's nothing wrong with that. But just get curious about why. Are you uncomfortable with being alone with yourself and your thoughts? Can you pause before responding some, to someone or something that has triggered you? Resilience can also look like giving yourself grace when you mess up, because we all do. An expectation of perfection is not resilience. Being curious about yourself and others. Allowing what is instead of trying to force something to happen on your own timeline. It's the ability to form connections with others. And it's the flexibility and adaptability of your mind. There are many others, of course, but these are just some of the ones that had come immediately to mind that I wrote down. And I'm really curious about what you think. What are some of your indicators of resilience? And feel free to share them with me. I think that this is a much more gentle and fun way to build the skill of resilience. And this is what I'm talking about when I speak of resilience. If there are any wordsmiths out there that can come up with, you know, the wording for an amazing new definition that we can throw in there, I would love to hear it because I think that the current definitions are lacking a little bit. Thank you so much for joining to joining me today. Go have an amazing day and many blessings to you and yours. Thank you so much for spending time with me today on the podcast. If you would like to connect with me, you can find me at christinawall.com. You can contact me through that website and find all of my social media links there. As always, everything that I share is for educational purposes only. You should contact your healthcare provider for any questions you have about your specific healthcare needs. Until next time, much love and many blessings. Thank you.